clearly lost the argument both in practical terms and in moral terms about the EU nationals living in the UK, but also because they lost on such a big, huge emotive issue. I mean, this is about the lives of three million people, many working alongside UK nationals or being married to UK nationals. So it was definitely a bad day. But what happens next? I I mean, I suspect to judge from the reaction from the government so far is that the the government will not back down. And so this, this amendment will come from the House of Lords, it will come back to the House of Commons, the elected chamber, and unless the government has a a drastic change of heart, it it will reject it, and the government will try to stick to its timetable of having this bill that authorises Theresa May to fire the starting gun on leaving the EU process still probably ready by about the beginning of the second week in March and then for her to actually then fire the gun by the end of March, but no doubt a, a bad defeat, Julian. The government will try to stick to its timetable, Rob. Absolutely. I I think it's absolutely wedded to that idea. And indeed, one of the arguments that was made during this debate was by the government side was, look, if you really do care about sorting out this issue of EU nationals, well, let's get on with it as soon as possible. And Theresa May is and her friends and foes alike say this about a a rather stubborn woman. So I I think it unlikely she changed tack. And the government's position is that the status of EU citizens in the UK um, should be the subject of negotiations rather than predetermined. Yes, but one of the one of the weaknesses in their argument was clearly that the government has also made it very, very clear that it's anxious for these three million EU nationals to stay here. And it's also aware of all sorts of other issues, such as what would be the legal challenges. I mean, if people came here in all good faith as EU nationals many years ago, thinking that that would be the case for years to come, could, could you really somehow re- revoke their citizenship? In other words, it's not really very much of a bargaining chip. So a bit of a slap on the wrist, this, for the Conservative government. Um, Will they take note in any way? Well, you you know, I think it was fascinating. I think there are two big lessons here, or two big pointers for for this extraordinary process that's about to unfold, Julian. I mean, I think the first is, you've seen a bit of Parliament being awkward here, the House of Lords, and that's even before the Brexit negotiations have begun. So goodness only knows what Theresa May could expect further down the road. And there was a second really interesting a really interesting thing I thought and that was that a lot of those in the House of Lords who'd been fervent on the leave side it was very interesting uh, that they had said well the reason why we haven't sorted out this issue of EU nationals is all the EU's fault anyway Theresa May had wanted to do it right after the EU referendum my point being Julian that I suspect that as we get into the Brexit process anything that goes wrong the Brexiteers will say aha it's that evil lot in Brussels That was the BBC's Rob Watson. I've also been speaking to two EU citizens, for the moment anyway, who are likely to be affected by the outcome of the Brexit negotiations. Jane Golding is a self-employed lawyer who works in Berlin. She's co-founder of Brits in Europe in Germany, which is part of a wider coalition of UK citizens' groups across the EU. And uh, Mekabun, a German consultant who lives in the British city of Bristol. She's co-founder of the Three Million Group, which supports EU citizens' in the UK. Make a first, I put it to her, that she must have been heartened by the vote in the House of Lords. 
today was a very important day for us. We have been lobbying in Parliament for the last month and we've had amazing support from our fellow British uh, citizens, also support from Jane and her group. And today this all bore fruit and uh, I am very heartened by uh, the discussion in the Lords, um, the moral high ground, the sensible arguments. Um, it, it's an important moment. I know it's only a step forward, but it's a very important moment for us. And uh, Jane Golding, uh, that idea that um, citizens um, on either side of the channel should not be used as uh, uh, bargaining chips uh, must be heartening to Brits in Europe. It is. I mean, we also don't want to be seen as bargaining chips in the Article 50 um, discussions. And we're delighted for EU citizens that the House of Lords has voted to amend the bill to include some protection of their continued existing rights as EU citizens in the UK. It's a positive step. It was the right thing to do, we think. Of course, we're a little disappointed that there is uh, nothing in the amendment about UK citizens in the EA, we were um, lobbying together to...